Hi y'all, this is Paulina and welcome to Inside My Mind. Hello, hello and welcome back. I first would like to just say sorry that I didn't post anything last week. It was a little bit of a crazy week. It was my boyfriend's birthday, so it a little celebration and all that. Uh, and I had a long weekend, so I was just enjoying my long weekend. But I do want to touch on a topic today that actually one of my friends that lives in the States brought it up to me. And it took me by complete surprise. And the topic is that teenagers, well, not even teenagers, preteens are going to Sephora and buying skincare products. And you might think like, okay, well, what's the problem with that? Well, not only are they buying skincare products, a lot of those skincare products are not meant for their skin. You know, like they're still growing, uh, they're still developing, and those products, I believe, are a little bit too harsh. I mean, it's skincare products. They're not supposed to be used by kids that, you know, are like at the age of 11 or 10. So I jumped on Google, I did a little bit of research, and one thing that also really surprised me is that when they go to Sephora, apparently they just are super rude to the employees and they leave the place a mess. Well, I don't know if that necessarily surprises because the employees that work there, obviously they're a lot older than those kids. And for me, like that's such a huge sign of disrespect that like when I was their age, when I was 10, like I had a little bit more respect than that or I would like to believe that. And I know I sound like a lady, you know, like an old grumpy lady right now. But for me, it's so surprising and so upsetting to see kids at such a young age putting so much effort into their looks because of everything that they consume on social media. And also like just being so disrespectful and thinking like that they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. And on one hand, you know, like, you can't really blame the kids to that they're like this because parenting is also important in these type of situations. However, the things that they see online, the things that they view and whatnot uh, also plays an important role. And like, I think I just like grew up in a completely different environment and I grew up com- in a completely different time period as well and for me just witnessing that and seeing that as it happens it's really sad and it's really it's really shocking and I didn't think that it would happen so quickly like I was a teenager about 10 years ago uh 12 years ago and just in such a short span of time things have changed so drastically and not necessarily for the better Like sometimes I wish we could put the kids or like the teenagers that are now in 2024 and put them in a place of like when we were teenagers and back in like 2012, 2013 and so on and have them see 
like what type of different reality we lived in and maybe they would learn a little bit of a lesson and i remember when i was a teenager and my mom would tell me the same type of thing like if you lived back in those days when i grew up blah 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 this you know you would learn a lesson but now when i'm older i'm like shit like my mom was right like she was onto something and she already saw that you know with my generation like being a little bit spoiled and you know very i would almost say social media obsessed however i feel like my generation like i was born in 96 and i grew up you know like with the rise of internet and social media um like we were already crazy about aim myspace facebook and whatnot however we still actually went outside hung out with our friends and just grew up a little bit differently and had a little bit more respect or i would like to believe that we had a little bit more respect to towards our parents and towards other people that were older than us And obviously in comparison to what my parents had and what they grew up with, me growing up in the late 90s and early 2000s, like I had a real good, you know, like the, I was the generation when iPods came out, uh, the Nintendo DS and all of that. And like, I was fortunate enough to actually have those things, but I still didn't feel like, you know, like I was a spoiled kid, like that I need to, I don't know, like behave in in such a nasty way that some of the kids behave in right now but like i said i feel like a huge part of that is because of social media like yeah we grew up with social media like the 90s kids and early 2000s kids we grew up already having social media like i remember i had a myspace and an aim but i didn't get myspace up until i think i was like about 13 or 14 the same thing goes for AIM. I think I got my first AIM account when I was about 13 or 14. And it was literally just to communicate with friends that I had from the park because texting was a bit expensive. And the same thing with calling. Uh, so we would just communicate through AIM. But I just feel like it didn't have such a huge impact on our lives in that moment. Except for MySpace, maybe. I feel like MySpace and like the top eight or whatever, the top five, whatever it was, I don't remember at this point, that would like break friendships. Um, But other than that, I feel like it was quite innocent. And yeah, some of us wanted to be older, you know, and sort of be like the movie stars or whatever. But I feel like just now a lot of kids just look up to these influencers so much and they want to be like them so badly that they literally like lose their own personality and lose a sense of like what is it like to be an individual because they follow the crowd so much. Sometimes I like I sit down and I reminisce about the times of like, you know, early 2000s or like 2007, 2008, and so on, because it was such a good time. Like, it was so much, I don't know, like, it was so different, and everything was so new. Like, all of these, like, celebrities, and new genres of music, 
and the rise of like social media apps and like all of that and like new iPods, new iPhones and whatnot. And it was just such a pure, innocent time. Like that's how I remember it. Maybe because I was also quite young, but I remember as it being so pure. And I feel like if I could go back to that time, I would definitely go back to that time at least for like a week and sort of just relive those moments because I do miss that. It's such a like, I get so nostalgic about it. And there are so many things that like I want to mention that bring back that like that nostalgia. And for me, like one thing that I remember very distinctively from from my childhood is watching Disney Channel. And I would go downstairs to my best friend's house and literally watch like four or five episodes of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. And then we would watch Hannah Montana. And then we would watch Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, and they make like pizza bites or bagel bites or whatever. And it's just like so much fun just sitting down, like watching these silly Disney shows. And the fact about Disney is that technically all of the celebrities or whatever were supposed to behave a certain way. Like they're supposed to maintain or upkeep this image that like they're innocent, they're pure and whatnot. I mean, like, come on, you guys had like fucking Jonas Brothers that were purity rings, like because they're supposed to be like, you know, without sex and whatnot. And it's like, are you shitting me? Like, you're telling me that Joe Jonas did not have it going on? Like, come on. But, you know, at that age, we bought it. You know, we're like, oh, yeah, like, these guys, you know, they're living their lives sex-free, you know, they have purity rings and whatnot. And, like, when they started to take the purity rings off, like, people were like... (gasps) oh my goodness, that can't be happening. It was like such a huge shock. I remember that. Or like Miley Cyrus dancing, like pole dancing apparently on, I don't remember, like the Nickelodeon Awards. I don't remember exactly what it was, like one of those award shows. And it was so scandalous. But now I look back at it and I literally like Googled that video quite recently. And I'm like, she wasn't even pole dancing. Like... What she did was like super, I wouldn't say super innocent, but it wasn't that scandalous as it appeared when that that thing actually happened, when that dance happened or those words happened. But obviously, like from a child's perspective, in that moment, that was such a like scandal. And those of you who actually grew up in the States and are listening to this, um, I don't know if this happened in every school, but I remember those days when the scholastic book fair would come in and oh my god best days of my fucking life i would go in there so those of you who don't know what a scholastic book fair is pretty much you know people come in like a scholastic and they set up their books to sell and you can buy any type of book so you can buy from like teen novels fantasy romance comic books the guinness world record book and whatnot like anything and you can buy pencils erasers pens uh whatever you want to buy pretty much so it's like a mini sort of bookstore within your school that was the best day like they would come in i think they would stay there for like two or three days i think it just depends of the school but i remember ours would stay like i think about two or three days and 
you would take money and you would go to school and you would go to the scholastic book fair because you wanted to buy books. It's like kids nowadays, like I'm pretty sure this would not work nowadays because kids would be like, well, I could get this online. Why do I need a book? You know, another thing that I remember also very clearly is when I first got my Razer Motorola uh, and I got it in black because I didn't want the pink one because I wasn't such a girly girl. So I was like, I'm not going to get the pink one. What for? And I had a black or like a silver one, a Razer Motorola. And on the side of it, it had like small holes that you could put a charm in there um it's very difficult to explain to people who don't know what that is but it's like pretty much like a string that you would pull through those two holes and it would have i don't know like if your phone would ring the the ball that is there or whatever kitty or whatever it would be um it would light up because of the of the phone and and the vibration or whatever so like i remember changing those and it was it was a nightmare to change those um those charms but I remember like whenever you would get a new one you would try to like pimp out your phone you would put stickers on your phone uh you would put like I don't know little diamond type of things and like it's just like I feel like our phones back then were so blinged out so so pimped out and now everyone is just carrying an iPhone, and it's so plain and boring. And speaking of iPhones and those type of things and like electronics, uh, I remember when I first got my my iPod and I got first, I think, the iPod Nano. And after a few years later, like a couple of years passed and my parents finally got me an iPod Touch, I was so I was so shocked that my parents would actually get me an iPod Touch and I remember there was one time when I left it on the staircase next to the next to the lake and or river, sorry. I completely forgot and I thought like I completely lost my iPod. And I was like retracing my steps because I would get an ass whooping. I'm sure I would get an ass whooping if I went back home and I did not have my iPod touch. So I remember I was retracing my steps. And thankfully, it was still there on that same on that same staircase, like ten minutes later or fifteen minutes later. And this is in New York, so I was so surprised that it was still there. But yeah, a lot of those type of things, like actually getting the first iPod and like putting in the songs and downloading them from fucking LimeWire that later on gave you viruses. Like, do you guys remember LimeWire and like how it fucked with your computer? And like you had to wait to actually see if that song that you wanted is the song that downloaded. Like, oh my God, the fucking struggle. I remember downloading music and later on the song that I downloaded was not the song that I wanted or it would have like people talking over it or it was like a radio version of it. Oof, like the struggle of that. But like that made my days like you know it was like when you think about it now it's like that that doesn't happen anymore like that does not exist but yeah ipods that's another thing where like no one has an ipod anymore and that recently hit me that nobody really carries an ipod 
Well, maybe there are some people that still have iPods, but like you have everything on your phone. Like you don't need to have a separate device for music because that's what an iPod was for. It was for music. You would download music or buy it or whatever and put it on your iPod because your phone did not have the same amount of storage as they do now. And your phone was mainly used for talking or sending a message, most likely probably just to your parents to let them know that you're fine, at least for me. Because as I said earlier, I used AIM to communicate with my with my friends because it was a lot cheaper. I was not going to spend, uh, you know, every day texting my, my friends because my parents would not be able to afford that. And I remember like when my parents got the the phone bills sometimes and they would just look at me they'd be like did you open the internet were you surfing the web and I'm like yes I'm sorry I'm sorry I opened the internet button um because that cost extra money and like we weren't fucking rich no like we could not afford me surfing the web every day on my phone um especially on my razor like on my motorola come on i would love to see my motorola right now like i don't remember what happened to it but i would love to see a motorola like the razor one now to see like how they look like and how cheap probably like the image quality is i and like yeah we spent a lot of time technically using the internet because we were able to already use the internet at least when i was a teenager And even younger, I think like my first computer arrived to our house when I was about six or seven. So we had a computer when I was a kid. I think I was about seven, something along those lines. But it was a computer that everyone used. It was a stationary computer. Everyone used the same computer. If my sister wanted to listen to Madonna, her Madonna CV, um, I had to let her listen to her Madonna CD. If I wanted to play Sims, uh, my sister had to let me play my Sims. And very often she just didn't. She was, she would just look at me and was like, no, it's my time on the computer. She's older. So she had priority. And then like, I feel like when I got to middle school, that's when I actually got a laptop. And it wasn't even a new laptop. It was a secondhand laptop. So yeah, like technology back in the days, it wasn't cheap. It wasn't like something that everyone was able to afford and have in their house. Um, And just like the quality of the tech wasn't very good. And I remember like playing Sims on it and it would get like overheated so, so fast. And one of my friends, whenever we would uh, like Skype, also Skype, Jesus Christ, we were Skype, they would tell me, Paulina, what is that sound that you're, your laptop is making and it was like a there would make like a vacuum sound because it would be so loud that you actually would hear it because my laptop would overheat because it was an old laptop so if you wanted to play video games or skype with somebody for a longer period of time um yeah you're you're out of luck buddy like your laptop would overheat you would have to put plug it in And then you have to turn it off because, well, if you have your laptop plugged in and you're still using it, probably not going to charge very well and it's overheated. So uh, good luck. Tough shit. And one more thing that I was thinking about recently when it comes to technology, at least, is that nowadays almost 
everyone just watches Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, HBO, like streaming type of um, apps, using streaming apps rather than actual TV. And like kids nowadays don't know the thrill of when a show starts or a movie starts. I don't know, let's say you're, you've been waiting for that movie a full week. Like I remember when High School Musical 2 came out and I sat down with my best friend because we wanted to watch it. And we've been like aware that it's going to come out like for the past two weeks. And we're like, okay, we need to dedicate this day. And like, if you miss the beginning, like there's no way of going back to the beginning unless you pre-record the show or pre-record the movie. But like you're in the bathroom, I don't know, taking a dump or whatever and the show starts. Well, tough shit. Like you, you're just gonna miss the beginning of the show. You're gonna miss the beginning of the movie. Fuck it. Like, so you literally would have that thrill of running from the bathroom to get to the couch, you know, and sit down and actually watch the show. Um, and you would have to listen for the music to come on because that was the, that was the sign, you know, like, oh, oh my God, my show is starting. I got to run. Other than that, like you couldn't pause it. Like no one was pausing shows unless you, you ordered Netflix. Yes. And I mean, ordered Netflix as in the CD that you chose from the catalog would come into your mail. You picked it up and then you would place the CD into the into the cd player then yes you could pause your movie and to a lot of probably like younger generation this sounds like complete gibberish they're like what are you talking about you order netflix like like food yeah you had a catalog and you would order it um or you would go to blockbusters so yeah like i feel like just growing up like with those type of things build character you know, like, and I feel like a lot of these kids nowadays don't have that character. I'm not just saying, like, I'm not trying to say that kids nowadays are worse, but there's going to be like a huge gap. Like there's like when I look at my 17 year old niece, it's like she's from a completely different world and it's only 10 years of a difference between between me and her. But Like, it's just such a huge generational gap. I mean, she's aware of certain things a little bit more because I was there also, you know, when she was growing up and my sister and and her mom, like, so she had exposure to certain things like that kids in the 90s or even 80s would have or early 2000s. But like, it's just a different type of like, attitude towards life different type of attitude towards social media and everything around you and for me like I'm so happy that I grew up in the generation that I actually grew up in like I feel so blessed about that because we were that generation where we already had internet even though the internet wasn't always good you know and you would lose connection all the time and it would make weird sounds you know because your mom was on the phone or, you know, if you put your phone or computer too close to the speaker, it would start making weird sounds as well. So it wasn't always stable. However, you already had that like little push for technology, but it wasn't like taking over our lives. Like we literally could go on a full day 
without our phones and just spend our time outside with our friends and not care if we're receiving messages or that someone is calling me or someone is posting something on social media. Like, and I feel like right now that's something that I really need. Like, I need a detox from Facebook, from Instagram, from TikTok, because like now, like, I feel like I spend way too much time on Instagram, for example, just scrolling and scrolling and endless scrolling or TikTok or Facebook. And that's the thing. It's like endless scrolling for what? Like, what am I going to find? I'm not going to find anything completely new. Like, and you scroll and like you see the same type of posts on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, whatever other social platform you use. And it's like, it's all the same. So why am I still scrolling, you know? And I really feel like I do need like a little bit of a detox from that. But it's so difficult because that's how everybody communicates. It's not like I can, you know, go to my friend's house right now and be like, hey, you want to grab a coffee? Like she'll just look at me like, why didn't you just call me? Like, why didn't you send me a message? Like now everything is has to be like set in plan because of people's busy schedule. And people probably would think you're a fucking weirdo if you just showed up at their house, like without telling them and I know my mom still does this like my mom literally goes to my aunt's house like unannounced and like that's that shows that like that generation like my mom's generation which is a lot older they're pretty much like fucking boomers right now like they do that type of shit because they never got the tech hype you know like they were never the ones to necessarily call their friends up and be like oh let's meet up no, they would walk past their house and be like, oh, let me knock on their door and see if they're home. Like, why would you do that? Like, maybe they don't want to see you today. But anyways, that's enough about me ranting and being nostalgic. Like, I really wish sometimes I could... Just go back to like 2014 or 2015 for a week and relive those memories, but now as an adult and see if I would still feel the same about 2014, 2015. Because when you're a kid, you obviously see the world a little bit differently. Or when you're a teenager, you see the world a little bit more glamorous, maybe, Um And then the harsh reality of adulthood hits you. Um, So I would really love to see how 2014 would be like from my adult perspective. Because in 2014, I was still quite young. So the memories I have of that, like I was what, 17 more or less? So for me, like, I was still a teenager, like, I was still quite young, and, like, completely different memories, and, yeah, at that point, I already had more developed, like, social media and whatnot, however, maybe even a little bit earlier than 2014, maybe, like, when I was, like, a 14-year-old, to see, like, all of those ideas, like, Nintendo, well, the Nintendo DS, and iPods, and, like my first sort of like mobile phones just to like experience that 
once again and how it would feel like. And I'm sure it would be like a very humbling experience because I feel like now we have so many things like I'm literally like surrounded by devices right now, electronic devices like TVs, laptop, phone and whatnot. And we take that for granted because it's not something, it's something that I've always had and I always grew up with. And you take it for granted when you have it. But then to go back in time and not have that or have that, but in like a mm, dumber version, so to say, uh, or like a, you know, beginner's version, uh, probably going to be a very humbling experience. Like right now, I don't know how I could live without my iPhone. And that's scary because back in the days, as I mentioned before, I could go without my phone for like two days and not really check it or like the whole day and not check it until the end of the night um, and log on to AIM. And now for me not to check my phone the whole day, like impossible. So it's kind of sad that we rely on our devices so much anyways thank you guys for listening and listening to me rant about the 90s and early 2000s and how times were a lot better then i'm probably starting to sound like your mom a little bit i am at that age that i could be a mom so if i say that times were easier back then it's because they probably were easier back then and they were a lot more fun and i feel like kids nowadays do not know how to have fun. Well, okay, let me stop shitting on some of the younger audience. But anyways, thank you guys for listening once again. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Um, and once again, thanks for, for listening to me rant. And until next time. 